Hi, and thank you for listening to Next Level Medical Assisting. Uh, This podcast is all about medical assisting and how we can be better, more efficient, and more patient-oriented. It will be positive and supportive, bringing together medical assistants and other clinical staff to be able to lightheartedly discuss medical assisting and related areas while exchanging ideas for how to be a better MA, such as compassion, detail-orientedness, staying professional, avoiding complacency, etc. There will be no politics or controversial topics here. Now for the legal stuff, the views and opinions stored and shared in this podcast are my own and are not endorsed by or representative of my employer. In addition, I am not a licensed medical professional approved to give medical advice. The information in this podcast is not in any way intended to be medical advice. Always seek the help of your physician or another qualified medical professional for any medical questions or concerns. Hello, and welcome back to Next Level Medical Assisting with me, Zach, your host. So I apologize for the delay here. I had an episode that I sort of half recorded and was expecting to get out. Uh, you know, life just kind of took over, and unfortunately, uh, it, you know, it didn't work out that way. So I apologize uh, for, for not being able to follow up on what I said was going to happen. Um, so I'm, I'm here today, and I kind of wanted to do things a little different. Uh, I've gotten some feedback that... Uh, you know, I have a very interesting voice, kind of this deep voice, and I've told, been told a lot that it would sound great on radio or obviously, say, a podcast or something. Uh, and when I norm- do my normal episodes, I tend to do like this almost like a falsetto type type situation um, with my voice. And I got some feedback that maybe I should just sort of just be natural with it and, and let it be the, the deep voice that it is. So I think I'm going to I'm going to go with that today and, and see how it turns out. And on top of that, uh, I'm going to do, I'm going to wing it. You know, a lot of times, most times for episodes, I have like a a written up deal that I follow through. Sounds, you know, it can come off as a little monotone. uh, So I'm still working on that part. But I'm going to try to do it without that and wing it. And the concern here is that I might go off on some some, uh, tangents, you know, and uh, get off topic or whatnot. Uh, But I'm going to try not to do that. But if I do, uh, bear with me. I apologize and I appreciate your understanding. So, you know, for this episode, I just kind of really wanted to uh, just keep it pretty general and just talk about stuff, uh, you know, being a medical assistant in general, um, what I went through to become a medical assistant, what some people can expect to go through to become it, uh, what, you know, what the process is like, financial aid and going to school and you know, I, I only know my experience and I know some of the things that I've seen, but I'm, I'm far from an expert. I definitely don't know uh, how it is in other states or in, and of course, not, not other countries. I have no idea. And so, uh, the, you know, I just want to give my my view on that uh, and just kind of go over in general sort of how, you know, what things have been and, and you know, some things you might experience as an MA and just kind of keep it a little freewheeling today. So, so bear with me. Uh, I hope I hope this uh, episode is something that entertains you guys and and any feedback, obviously, to uh, Next Level Medical Assisting at Outlook.com uh, or at Twitter at NLMA under slash official uh, would be very appreciated. Uh, let me know uh, what you what you think and if you have any feedback for it. So we'll start off, I'll, you know, I'll kind of summarize this here, start off from the beginning. You know, I, I was, I think I was 22 uh, when I decided to go to medical assistant school. I had a, a, a GED, I currently have a GED, you know, from, I dropped out of high school and, and, and uh, got a GED. And so I ended up going to school in California at this fantastic school. Um, 
it was a it's called san joaquin valley college i was very very lucky to be able to go there and they had re just restarted their program and i was one of the first people that came back in on the certificate program and so because of that it was you know it was pretty it was a small class i mean very small like literally like me and one other person uh one of the, one of the person she was uh, stephanie um, we had our, our teacher um, who was great and and walked us basically through the entire program you know, obviously the classes got bigger as the program went on uh, but initially it was it was quite small because they just restarted the certificate uh, program as opposed to the degree program you know, for, uh, when it came to finances, you know, I, I was uh, I was young. I was, um, you know, struggling like a lot of people are at that age or even now. And so I, you know, I met with a financial advisor and, and, and we, you know, we did over, we went over the FAFSA and, and ended up, uh, you know, it ended up being a great experience. I ended up taking out, you know, some federal loans. I didn't take out any private loans. So they were part subsidized, part unsubsidized. So interest was paid on part of them throughout the school. I paid the interest, I chose to pay the interest on the other one so it didn't accumulate. Uh, and and ultimately, you know, I, uh, in hindsight, I, you know, I ended up paying uh, a reasonable price for a fantastic education. Uh, and I had a very good experience. I actually recent, so I graduated in 2007 and I just recently paid off my student loan for medical assisting. Uh, but I was paying very, very small payments based on the income-based repayment plan. Um, and so it just, just took some time, but uh, it was fine. It was very stress-free for the most part. So it was a good experience. You know, unfortunately, I think nowadays, nowadays there's a lot of schools that, um, you know, it's my understanding they're charging significantly more. Uh, I don't, you know, I don't want to call it any schools and I'm not familiar with the details. Uh, I, I, I cannot, you know, I. I would like to think that what people are paying for it is is worth it based on what they're getting in return for what they're paying. You know, there's there's community colleges that kind of offer, uh, you know, the same education but less support and less you know less intense, uh, but more self-driven. Um, for it's my understanding for you know a smaller percentage of the price, and then you got the the you know these uh, what I believe are for-profit companies that are. You know that are uh, giving you a lot of support and a lot of they have a much bigger network and there's a lot more resources and they're with you the whole way. But you know they're you're paying for it uh, and and so you know what I mean. Some people that's the way to go. I was lucky enough to get that uh, very in-depth and supportive experience uh, at at the time at what basically would right now would be the price of approximately through a community college. Um, but I got it at a private junior college. So I was very consider myself very lucky. So if you're going to do that, just keep an eye on it, you know, keep, be aware, meet with a financial advisor. Um, you know, if you're, if you're going to do it, just follow through with it. You know, once you start, just make sure you finish. Uh, you're not going to get rich becoming a medical assistant, uh, but you know, you, you could live well. I'm, I, I live, I live well, I live okay. Uh, I don't live paycheck to paycheck anymore, although I did for some time. Um, and it just, you know, you're, uh, it gives you a, you know, a feeling of accomplishment to go to work and what we do every day. Uh, and to help people so that it can be really um it can be a very rewarding experience if it's truly something that you want to do so if, you know when i when i started there i was in school you know and we uh we, we you know we had like i said the classes were small initially uh i had a fantastic teacher um you know we learned I, funny uh we learned actually at one of our class uh classes was pegboard accounting 
which uh, even at that time was outdated. <laughs> so I am not entirely sure why we covered that topic. I don't, I don't blame the teacher. I have a feeling it was just part of somebody else made the decision to make it part of the curriculum. Uh, but it was uh, interesting to say the least. So it kind of makes a funny story now. Um, I have never in my life seen anybody use big board accounting uh, ever at all, even after school, shortly after school. Uh, you know, this was 2007. It wasn't 1985. So I don't I don't know what that was about, but it was uh, it'd be interesting experience to go through. You know, so that was one of the things we learned. We have, you know, I feel like we learned a lot of the same things that they're learning now in school. You know, the, the, the blood draws and the injections and, you know, you're learning about HIPAA and this and that. Um, and just the approaches may be different depending on, on where you go. Um, but it was, uh, you know, it was, it was, it was great. It was fascinating. You know, we had to do EKGs and, you know, the teacher I had, she was straight up like, uh, you know, no, no fake blood draws, no dummies, nothing like that. The first time you poke somebody, it's going to be on a person, uh, because really you're not going to really hurt anybody. I mean, you're not going to cause any damage really. And so that was a good experience, uh, to go through that. At the time I didn't realize that I was terrified, but uh, now where I'm at, uh, I consider myself very lucky to have been through that. And my my program uh, from start to finish, uh, from the first day of my education to the last day of my externship was seven months, which in, in from what I understand now, uh, most programs, even expedited programs, I think are, are like nine to 12 months uh, here, around here for what you can go through. Um, I... You know, I don't know if something changed. I don't know if it was different here than it was in California where I went to school. Uh, but still, 9 to 12 months is not bad at all. Some of them are longer, depending on what program you go through uh, and what and what exactly you're, you're, you're trying to accomplish there, whether it's a degree or certificate. And, you know, it's just entirely up to the person that goes to school to decide what's best for them. Um, obviously, the faster it is, the more intense it's going to be and the less time you're going to have to do other things uh, like, say, working and supporting yourself at the, during school. So it's a decision that everybody's got to make for themselves. You know, but I uh, I found it, mine, mine was intense, don't get me wrong, but I was able to balance it out. Uh, and I just, you know, it, it, it seemed to go pretty quick. And I was very lucky and, and came out, um, you know, ready to do what needed to be done. And so, you know, ever since, you know, my first job out of school, I was in research, actually. Uh, I was not expecting that. I really had very little, if any, knowledge or experience about medical research at that time. Uh, I don't even recall particularly how I uh, happened upon the, the application or the opportunity. But I ended up, you know, I ended up applying and got hired with another graduate from my school. And, and you know, in... The most important thing is that it was a great experience and the people that I worked with were spectacular. I, to this day, I still recall my, my boss and my coworkers. Matter of fact, one of my best friends right now is a coworker uh, who I met through there. Uh, and this was obviously a long time ago, 2007. And so I'm, I still talk to him uh, and we're good friends. He, and so, you know, it's, uh, it was a very good experience. I learned a lot of things. Um, you know, ultimately it looks really good on my resume, but in the big scheme of things, it wasn't quite as extensive as it looks on the resume. Uh, we did a couple studies and, and I will be brutally honest and tell you that one of them, we actually made quite a few mistakes and it was, a, it was an issue, uh, but it got addressed, but it was a learning experience and it wasn't, uh, you know, the people that I worked for and worked with were, were spectacular. 
uh, and they're very good people, doing a lot of very good things. So I was very lucky for that. Um, I was there for about a year uh, before I ended up leaving, and, and I, I ended up coming back to to Washington State. You know, up here, I think I told you before, I was in, you know, I was so lucky to get the position in community health. And, uh, and to this day, I just, I'm, I'm so, so uh, happy that I had that experience and consider myself very lucky for that, for that opportunity. Uh, and so it just taught me so much, you know, and it was in primary care, obviously. And, I, you know, I dabbled a little bit in urgent care when they opened the clinic there, but nothing, nothing crazy. Uh, I just covered a few shifts. Um, I ended up working weekends at you know, at, at concierge medicine um, at a, a private company. It was more or less a startup at the time. And that was, it was very different from community health. And I was doing those at the same time, uh, community health during the week and concierge medicine uh, during the weekend. Uh, and it really exposed me to a lot of things. I got to see both sides of the spectrum. Uh, and I consider it a very, uh, uh, you know, educational experience. Um, it was, it was nice to see that, you know, whether people are are the, of a certain demogra- socioeconomic demographic or another one, you know, everybody needs healthcare and we're all the same. You sometimes have to approach it a little bit differently. Uh, and so it really taught me a lot. I was very lucky for that opportunity. And through the course of that, I was given option, uh, you know, a bit, uh, opportunities to go to, you know, continuing, uh, continuing education, you know, seminars. Um, that I actually have actually got to fly out to, uh, you know, to conferences uh, and, and go there and to learn. And so I, I you know, I, I really took those opportunities that, that presented themselves to me. I, I took a lot uh, on my plate, anything that came up. I just wanted to be, uh, you know, better, uh, better and better and know more and more and do more and more. Um, we had, you know, I don't know if you're familiar with the Vaccine for Children's program, but I was a, a Vaccine for Children's coordinator for five years, uh, community health. So it really taught me a lot. Uh, I did some, I did some uh, precepting and extern, externs uh, in community health, and uh, I just, you know, I learned a lot of stuff on a very sharp, sharp curve, uh, sharp learning curve. Uh, but I, to this day, am very grateful for it because it's, it's made me out to be the MA that I am today. And so ultimately, you know, I'm, I most of my time has been in primary care. I did the year in gastroenterology, uh, which was fascinating. Learned a lot. Uh, one of those things I learned is that specialty, for the most part, is not for me. Um, but that, that says more about me than a specialty. It's just, you know, it's very important. And there's a lot of people who do it. It's just not, not my, uh, not my deal to do that, which is okay. So I, I learned that. Um, but you know, most of my time has been in primary care. You know, I'm very lucky to be where I'm at now. And I, you know, I, I gotta tell you, it's, uh, it's interesting to see where we're at, you know, where, where I'm at now. And, with COVID happening and obviously, you know, where we are, where we are, and hopefully things are getting better, you know, we've got the vaccines. Um, but, you know, you think you've been through everything until this, until you come across this and, and uh, you know, you just kind of, kind of learn as you go. And, and, you know, it's been up and down and, you know, when things first hit, it died and then it got really busy. I was in urgent care and then I switched to primary care. And, and now it's like you never know what you're going to come into next and, and you know this is a a very interesting time you know we had supply shortages for for ordering supplies and there's massive staffing shortages to the point that i can't even i, I, I can't even get pharmacies to pick up the phone or very rarely so i 
I try, but I, I literally have had to tell patients, you know, I, I'm sorry, I'm not able to fix this problem for you because I need to speak with the pharmacy and I can't get them on the phone. And so the patients ultimately end up having to go to the pharmacy and have them call me, which is unfortunate. But, uh, you know, I don't, I just don't. It's not feasible to sit on the phone for 20, 25, 30 minutes waiting for somebody to pick up, uh, if not even longer than that. And so it's, it's a very unique time, not something I've really ever been through. Um, you know, I, I think I, I possibly have mentioned in the past that I, you know, I was working in community health during the whole Ebola thing. Obviously, it didn't end up being a big problem here. If I remember correctly, we had a few cases, uh, but it was community health. We had a lot of people that actually were traveling from that area uh, that were that were coming here, that were immigrants or whatever, or just visiting. And so the idea that Ebola could have end up, ended up in that clinic was a very real possibility. And we had a few scares. Nothing obviously happened, uh, but it was uh, it was definitely an eye opener. But because of the fact that it didn't really become such a huge thing or reality or, or pandemic or even uh, epidemic here, uh, you know, it wasn't quite near what, what we go through with what we're going through with, with COVID. And so this whole, uh, it's an actual full-blown, full-blown pandemic and it's, uh, it's quite, the, quite the experience, I gotta tell you, it is definitely quite the experience. You know, I wasn't, I was not really ready for it. I don't think anybody was. And I'm still learning every day, uh, and it's you know it's taught me a lot. Um, but it, you know it it, it it just shows that you know what people are capable of and what we can go through, and and you know that that you know I'm very lucky for the company I work for. I feel like they handled it very well, uh, and so you know it, it's just been an interesting experience and something that after 14 years or 13 years I'd never been through. Uh, so to go through that something so new and scary uh, it was it was quite the experience and we're still in it of course you know and, we, and who knows what's going to happen next um, you know vaccines have always been kind of a hot topic uh, but the COVID vaccine kind of just blew everything out of proportion and so you know it's it's important but everybody you know people have their have their rights and then there's all kinds of obviously controversy going on with it and we get thrown in the mix because you know patients want want it's uh you know, exception letters and we're trying to follow the guidance by the CDC and I'm the gentleman that has to speak with these patients and relay this information and people have taken it very well I give them a lot of credit uh, but uh, it's definitely um, it's definitely been an interesting experience uh, having to go through that as opposed to say hey would you like a flu shot today and they're like mm, no I'm okay and then I'm like okay no worries you can come back you know if you're when you're ready for it if you're ready for it you can go to a, a pharmacy so it's a you know the debate has come right to our to our, our front door and it's, it's fairly um, intense uh, and we deal with it on a regular basis a lot of places do <laughs> including say say pharmacies which is part of the reason they're so busy but you know where where I'm at now I'm, I'm so lucky to uh, I'm so lucky and grateful to be where I'm at you know I work with a lot of great people uh, you know, recently it's just been very intense. We've had, uh, you know, staffing shortages, which is not unique to us. It's unique to, to it's, it's, it's everywhere, really everywhere in every field for the most part. Um, but the people that I work with have been great and they've been pulling more than their, their fair share. And, you know, we've been working long hours and doing what needs to be done. I've been uh, floating to other, other primary care clinics um, and just helping out there. Uh, and, you know, it's just interesting to see what, what the next day brings, but it can be pretty stressful, you know, what we go through every day. 
you know, as a medical assistant, you know, I come in sometimes the lab lady's not there and I got to draw blood uh, for all my own patients, which normally we don't do, uh, except on rare occasions. But recently I've been doing it quite a bit and, and I'm okay with it. I, I personally feel comfortable doing that. Uh, but you never really know what you're going to walk into because if somebody calls out, there's not really somebody to cover for that. And so it's an interesting experience. So, uh, you know, every day kind of is something new. Uh, but I, you know, I, I try to handle it with a smile on my face. You know, sometimes I have my good days and my bad days. Uh, you know, we it can be, some things can be difficult. We've had recent issues with our, our uh, you know, vaccines and power outages and refrigerators. Uh, and so we're, you know, we're dealing with that. Uh, and it can be frustrating sometimes, very frustrating. But I try to remember that, you know, it's this, this will pass. This will pass. It's okay. It's a learning opportunity. Uh, and we're, you know, it's just, it's just another thing that we're coming across uh, and dealing with today. And, you know, we'll, we'll get through it. We'll come back uh, tomorrow and, and we'll do it again. And so, you know, it ultimately, ultimately, uh, the, you know, everything, you know, everything is a learning experience. Uh, and so, you know, I, I, I try to, I try to balance work uh, with home. You know, my, my wife also works in, in medical, you know, I have a teenage son and he's very busy and the holidays are coming up. And so it can be, it can be kind of difficult, you know, sometimes you go to work and, 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 you know, some patients are having rough times and they, you know, they can not be stoked and it can be difficult to deal with that every day. But it's, it's important to remember that, you know, we're there for them and they're having a rough day and it's our job to, to care for them. And, and we, we just need to try not to, to bring that home. Uh, I'm trying not to bring that home to our family and leave it there and understand it's not personal that, you know, sometimes, you know, pe people just have rough days. That's what we do. We work in, in medical uh, and sometimes you have to relay bad news and, and that's okay. You know, it's okay. They don't necessarily have to like it uh, and they're allowed to be upset and vent. Uh, but, you know, ultimately we, we have a job to do. So I've gone a little bit, a little bit off on a tangent here. I just... Um, I'm just trying to, I guess, I guess I'm kind of just expressing sort of what I've recently been through and, and my experience as an MA. Um, I know several people that are actually either in school about to graduate or about to start school for medical assisting. I'm very excited for them. Uh, it, it sounds like I may or may not be precepting one of them coming up here uh, pretty soon, which is fantastic. Um, you know, I'm, I'm ready to do so. Hopefully this person can end up working with us uh, and help, help us out. But, you know, it's, uh, we need more MAs. Uh, we need more everything, really, right now. But if you're thinking about being a medical assistant, uh, you know, now would be a great time to, to go ahead and, and do that uh, and look into it if that's what you want to do. Uh, the program is relatively quick depending on where you go. Make sure you just do your research and ask questions and see a financial advisor. Uh, but it's a great field to be in. Um, but but uh, I'm not going to tell you it's easy because it's it's not it's not it's not necessarily easy uh and you know you come across things that may make you uncomfortable or new or difficult and that's okay you learn how to do them uh, as you go just be open to new experiences and doing new things and remember your coworkers are there to help you as part of your team so you know it's uh i'm, I'm glad i did it 14 years later, I'm still an MA and I absolutely love what I do so much so that obviously I've started a podcast about it, uh, which is, you know, 
Uh, funny, I, I kind of joke that uh, most medical assistants don't even want to go home and, and listen to hear somebody talk about medical assisting, which honestly, for the most part, I don't, I don't blame a lot of them. Uh, I, I really don't. But, you know, I, I, I do this for the people that do want to listen and do want to hear it and, and do want to learn something. Uh, and, and maybe you can give me some feedback or ask questions or hopefully I can help somebody along the way, um, you know, for, for in, in their career, in their future career or, or whatever it may be. So I, I will do my best to uh, uh, get episodes come in here um, on a regular basis. I apologize again for the long delay. I was expecting to have a slightly different episode posted here a few, uh, about a month ago, and I, unfortunately it didn't work out. I'm sorry about that. But I'm, I'm here and I'm dedicated to this. I actually got some new equipment, which I think I, uh, I, think I posted about uh, recently. Uh, and so I'm excited for it and see how this goes. If you have any feedback for me, if you if you feel that my my tone of voice today is better or worse or different the same whatever it may be let me know i'm very curious i get a lot of comments on my voice i understand that it's unique uh, i'm like anybody else though i hear my voice and I, i'm not a big fan of it but i have learned to appreciate it uh but you know, i'm i'm curious to see if if there's been any difference in what the feedback is so uh, we'll keep this one relatively short today. Uh, you know, I, I, any feedback you guys have is, is very welcome. I really appreciate you continuing to listen. We recently hit about uh, approximately 310 uh, total plays, which is just unbelievable. I mean, I mean, I realize in the big scheme of things, it's a minuscule number, but I mean, that's just crazy to me that 310 people or, or 310 times somebody has played an episode uh, for this. And that's like, wow, that's amazing. That's that people actually want to listen to it, uh, and come back to listen to other episodes. So that is spectacular, but the feedback means a lot. Sometimes it gets a little hard to do this, um, come in here and talking to this microphone every day without having somebody else here to speak to or getting some feedback. So if you have any feedback for me at next level medical assisting at outlook.com, uh, I'd love to hear it. You know, if you're, for all those MAs and medical workers and really anybody out there, you know, that's, that's going through the grind every day. Uh, just keep doing what you're doing and, and, you know, you're very much appreciated and thank you so much. Um, and you know, things will, things will, uh, get better. Um, they may be different, but they will get better down the line. Um, and you know, hopefully we'll have, uh, much more positive experiences here in the near future. Uh, but things are going in the right direction, in my opinion. So, again, thank you so much for listening. Uh, this is Next Level Medical Assisting with Zach, uh, your host, me. Uh, I appreciate you guys returning, and I look forward to having another episode up soon. Feedback is very much welcome, uh, encouraged, and appreciated. Um, and if there's a certain topic you want to discuss or hear during an episode, or somebody wants to be a guest, please, 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 uh, let me know. I would love to do that. So uh, again, thank you for listening and I will see you next episode. Mm-hmm.